worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Must have changed the bus schedules again. Again, They keep changing these schedules daily. Every day. Every day Jimmy's in at a different time now. The struggle is real. (laughs) When I was a kid, um, I started grade 8. And the bus came and picked us up in the one spot. Yeah. Every day. And it drove us to the school. Every day. And every day we drove and we hit the same spots for five years. Mm-hmm. It never changed. <laughs> Jimmy literally wanders in here about once every two weeks and the incomplete, his entire trip has changed. I got to take four buses now. And this stop moved, this stop, and that, that over there. And this bus driver now doesn't do this. Yeah. That, that. Every day, it's if a I don't new adventure. Code, they don't stop at my stop. I've never met anybody that has more problems with transit. One day, we were doing a thing at the at the bowling alley, Bonnie Dune. Yeah, Bonnie Dune. And he goes, I got to figure out how to get there. And he goes, it's going to take me two and a half hours to get there. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I can walk to Red Deer. It's two and a half how hours. How is it going to take you two and a half hours to get to the Bonnie Dune bowling alley? Especially when it's like just down White Ave. What is, like, why? There he is. <laughs> is bus schedule change again? No. <laughs> <laughs> Second bus was late for the third bus. Oh, yes, of course. Anyway. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So I have a video in front of me here. It's a big event happening for Jimmy on the weekend. He's... He's a member of the male dance troupe Body Heat, and they got a gig at Midway. Tickets still available, or is it sold out? I think there's tickets still available. It's a big venue. It's a huge venue. It's a big venue. (laughs) Might sell out. I've already half filled it, probably. Oh, so. So anyway, he's been working on a routine. Yesterday, he informed us that he's a little bit concerned about Saturday because he's lost one of his very valuable dance props. There's no pole. There's no pole. When you dance at Midway. Um, So he's got to put some thought into a routine. This video is up on all our socials. I put it into our pre-show posts this morning. What's... So, so this part of the routine right here, I've already taken off my, uh, yeah, yeah, my robe. Why are you wearing a, a, a purse? Yeah, what's with the? Is that just the so side pouch? More, is that just so you have more things to take off? I think. Hold on, right here, Grant. I'll, I'll back it up. Right well, he here. He pulls a whip out, but 
No, that's that's because I need something to hold my uh, whip and nunchucks. I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> so that pouch is for my whip and nunchucks. Oh, you know. <laughs> it's a little distracting, though. Like you should whip it off and toss it in the crowd. Boy, I will. As soon as the, the part of the routine is when I lose the whip, I take off the, the pouch. <laughs> you lost the whip there. Uh, uh, something else. There you go. That's hot. <laughs> Are females allowed at this thing, or is it males only? Don't be a dick. It's an all-male dance troupe. I don't know. What Dude, we mostly dance for women. Okay. <laughs> Where do we get to? Well, just text Jimmy. He'll send you a link so you can join. Just go to the Midway website, Del. Body heat. <laughs> <laughs> Cruise, roads, and weather. Good morning, Cruise. Hey, it's Jersey. Jersey, you want ticket information for body heat? <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> you sure? I'm just calling. I'm just, yeah, I'm sure. I'm just calling to let you know about a car up on Grove Road that's stalled in the right lane. Okay, awesome. Drive safe, Jersey. Hey, thanks, guys. Bye. All right. There's also a fire, um, 155th Street, just north of Stony Plain Road. That's your apartment, Jimmy. <laughs> That's a, actually right near my place. There's a fire there. Um, so delays in that area. Did you leave your curling iron on? Plugged in? No, no I unplugged my hairdryer, too. Uh, if, um, you, if you see anything, 780-989-0957. This is my hairdryer that dries balls in the morning. <laughs> Can't even make it up. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Good morning, Cruise. How are you guys? Good. Doing good. You guys were talking about that fire next to the little fella's place there. Yeah. yeah. Got really bad news there. It's his favorite place in the world. Braddo's. No, the peep show. Oh, okay. What? The peep show. Uh, oh, the, it's, a, no. it's a, one of the stops on the Glory Hole tours. Yeah. Exactly. It's your guy. It's his favorite little spot. I knew that. That's definitely it's, it's not an insurance that. job. Jimmy, <laughs> you're going to have to it change the route. Bad. There's probably Molotov cocktails through that window or something. Because <laughs> they had to close, demolish that place for the LRT, so now it's on fire. Yeah. All right. Now it's on fire. Sorry, Jimmy. I'll get over it. All right. What's That's your name? The, my name is Jason. I talk to you guys every now and then, so thank you. Take care, Jason. You have a good day. Bye-bye. Going to have to find a new spot. Yeah. New, uh, new, new hole stop. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, all right, all right. So Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson have a new show. Yes. It's called Brother from Another Mother. And I think I think it's full-on reality it's, show. So what I read is it's reality, but it's more fictionalized versions of themselves. So it is like a sh- they are okay. playing themselves in the show, but they're exaggerating things in the show. Do they actually live fairly close to each other? Does Woody I think have a- Woody lives in um, Hawaii? He lived in Hawaii. Yeah, because Matthew McConaughey has. It, this is taking place on Matthew McConaughey's ranch in Texas. No, apparently um, they are quite close. That that's yeah, a real they are thing. Good friends, like they, their kids call him Uncle Uncle Matthew, um, uh, vice versa, Uncle Woody, um, and I guess part of the show. So they did this podcast and it came out that 
before they started taping the show, they were having like a meeting and the yeah. whole family and they're having a barbecue and mom's over, grandma's over there and da, 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 and they're all sitting around the table. And I guess Matthew McConaughey's mother, his, his dad had passed away years ago. Yeah. His mother said out loud, hey, Woody, I knew your father. <laughs> And the sort of the intonation of her voice, yeah. the tone was that something happened. So, yeah, the, uh, Matthew McConaughey said it wasn't like, oh, I knew your father back in the day. It was like, I knew your father. Yeah. I knew him. So, wink, wink. So Matthew goes back and does a little bit of family history and starts looking into it. And him and Woody sit down and they... And they kind of they kind of roughly map this out. Woody's father was in Texas around the time that Matthew's mother was actually on a break from Matthew's father. Yeah. So if they hooked up, there's this outside chance that these two assholes could be brothers. <laughs> And once you once you hear that, look at a picture of the two of them. Yeah. And they start to look more and more alike. Well, even before mom spoke up and said, hey, by the way, I knew your father, Woody. Before that even happened, I guess they over the years, they've had family pictures and people have always like talked about the, the odd sort of connection between the two of them that the looks wise. Yeah. Right. That they could be brothers. Which is part of the reason why they did the show. But this is a fairly new revelation from the mother. Mm -hmm. Is this... Come on. This can't be true. (laughs) Well, somebody should just ask Woody Harrelson's mom. Like his actual mom, right? Because she would know. Well, they were saying they don't even want to know. Because, I mean, just think about the implications of that. Like, that's not your father. You spent your whole life thinking that that was your father and it wasn't your father. Yeah. Right? So it just it adds a whole <laughs> uh, level of confusion to that relationship. Yeah, it's best just to ignore it. Sometimes it's best just to keep your head down. And Woody Harrelson is Jimmy's midget at the movie this week. Oh, oh, that's that's right. You did 24 Jump Street. Or you're doing 24 Jump Street. No. No, he did that a while ago. No, White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't yeah. Jump. He hadn't seen... I might rewatch that. Because you watched, uh, what did you watch to get to this one? What did you review on Monday? I got it in front of me here. Remember, I'll try to find it. (laughs) Six degrees of separation. We're doing it with Jimmy, (laughs) who can't remember the drive in. (laughs) Uh, We went from Sicario, Emily Blunt, to Josh Brolin, No Country for Old That's Men. Was. And Woody Harrelson Woody was in that. I forgot that Woody was in he that. He was the, the detective guy. We, so and then we, now we're into White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. Who's the co-star of that? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. I don't think we'll be able to do a Wesley Snipes movie, though, because Jimmy has seen everything Wesley Snipes has ever I've made. I've seen... There's a handful I haven't. So we're not going to be able to jump ship into Wesley Snipes? Uh, we'll figure that out next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at it. I might have to join you here on The White Man Can't Jump. Such I, a good movie. I should watch, rewatch that one. He's got 10 years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. And now, explains. So scientists have actually seen a, a super black hole that's kind of flying through space. 
and leaving uh, uh, is this that new stars. telescope or whatever? Yeah, they were able to find it, but what it's doing is as it's traveling through space, like it's not all black holes are stationary. This one's actually moving, and it's depositing stars and planets yeah. uh, through space. So what the, they're theorizing, the reason why it happened is actually two black holes collided. So they're basically... Now black holes. Hole. So what they're doing is they're they getting stronger. Is what they do is they collide and then they're causing each other to spin. So they're they're spinning and then them together are spinning. So it's like two circles causing another circle. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> The hand signals are really working yeah. well right now. I wish for you could see the hand signals <laughs> because, right now. So, so it's basically yeah, they're Jimmy's a hand talker. Like you know when two, when two two cars they hit each other and they spin together. That's what these things are doing. That would be funny to do that for a show where we tie Jimmy's hands down. They can't I would talk be, with his I hands. would not be able to talk. Um, <laughs> can't speak anyway. <laughs> so, so what they. D- at one point, it left a trail of stars bigger than our galaxy. The black so this holes black... create stars? I think they chew them up and then they, they, spit them out. They have they have stars. They can absorb stars. They can suck them in. Okay. It's like a big vacuum cleaner. So now they're spinning and spitting all this stuff out. And they're throwing them out now. Yeah. And it created a galaxy that's larger than ours. <laughs> I can't, there's just some things in the world that we live in where I'm just, I'm not even going to be able to process But then it's like, so that's crazy. But then when you look at how they determine all of these things and you're like, how do you know that? Like even the the one Jimmy was doing the other day about Jupiter's moons. Yeah. I was reading more about the moons and they're talking about the core of these moons. And how do they know that? How do they know what's in the center of a moon that's going around Jupiter? I don't know, yeah. Just by doing math and looking at it. Nerds? <laughs> All right, are you done? This has to have some sort of alien connection, no? Well, it could be no, a, a but they're, What they're saying they might is, be creating a new universe. Is, is this black hole merged over fi- 50 million years ago. So this black hole that's been flying through space, it's been around for over uh, 50 million years. Yeah, because of light years, right? I mean, yeah. we are seeing this now, but we're... Yeah. Newfie Chris said, Space space Twister. That could be a good movie. Yeah. Actually, that's... Yeah. And then you do the parody porn about that, too. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling another potential Hello. finger on short notice booking. Your name is Derek. How are you doing today? Good. We're doing a little um, recognizance. Did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what the white clan says about me, I don't want Jimmy to get hurt. <laughs> if he shows up at your place of work and he gives the double bird to an old coworker and your old boss, and then um, yeah. they pull out some sort of a weapon and beat him, <laughs> it's not going to look good on me. Right? No, no, not at all. No, I get it, man. Especially if I join in. 
<laughs> Which you can get a couple I shots in anyways. Yeah. Might as well. Just while no one's looking. Might as well. So Derek, where where are we sending oh, hold on. Can we talk about this on the on the air or do we have to keep this on the down low? Gotta keep- I don't know. I'm not sure if they listen to to the radio over there much anyway. So okay. All right. some so we- guys might in that shop. We might? Okay, all right. Hopefully well, they'll keep it secret. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We'll get yeah, the... Yeah, I, I think so. Let's keep it secret then. Does your old boss have a decent sense of humor? Oh, yeah. He's a good... So is the parts guy. They're both good. They, okay. I'm pretty sure they'd just be like, what the what the F would laugh about it? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't expect that at all. Okay. That's the beauty uh, part about it. And you don't work there anymore? Did you leave on good terms? Oh yeah, no, it's it's all good. There yeah. was a bit of a pause there. Grant, did you pick up on a bit of a <laughs> no, pause? No, 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 <laughs> no. It's good. Okay, all right. And you know no. that we charge beer for this, right? Yeah, for hundred percent. And how far away is this place? Is it in Edmonton? Yeah. It's okay. Well, then yeah. I it's right well, off right off the highway, man. It's on like you can't. It's a huge building and warehouse. It says. It's hard to miss. Okay, I'll beep that out. We'll make sure that, because we don't want people hearing about this, right? Yeah, no, okay. no heads up. No, no. Now, Derek, we'll sort out a yeah. time um, sometime next week. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. I'll leave it to you to make sure that they're still there, right? Are you going to come yeah. down oh, with yeah. us? Yeah, I, um, I don't, it, depending what day of the week it is, I don't know if I'd be able to make it or not. But, well, we'll, um, we'll work out, we'll work that out. We'll do, we'll deal with that on email. Okay. Do you okay. have any costume sure. ideas or anything for Jimmy as well? Do you want him dressed up as anything? <laughs> how would I, how would he dress up? Okay, right? Well, oh, we have maybe, a hard hat. You know? I could wear yeah. some kind of safety vest. Yeah. That's not Yeah, bad. something like that. And like a, a thong. Like a sparky, you know? And a thong. <laughs> I'm not wearing a thong. <laughs> what about, I don't know. What about I don't flash? Know that'll go over. Yeah, yeah, that might actually end up <laughs> yeah. in a oh, the flash costume. Yeah. Do you That'd have a, a flash costume? I don't have a flash costume. Okay. Well, oh, we'll work on something, Derek, but I think I think we're going to do this one. This one sounds like we're going to make it work. All right? Right on, man. All right. Yeah. Thank you for hiring the Sounds locker good. room and finger on short no notice. Problem. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Study King Grant Johnson, what have you got? Nearly 8 in 10 parents say their child has a mature palate eating foods that um, would generally be you know, foods that adults would consume. So 8 out of 10 parents say, my child has a mature palate and eats grown-up things. How old are you? I am turning 34 next week. So Grant's right in the pocket of the the raising kids, having mm-hmm. kids. So you're, you're, you're looking at guys between the ages of... Parents between the ages of 30 and 40 that have five, six, seven-year-olds yeah. who would be taking part in this study. Who are eating solid foods and... Millennials. Yeah. Who grew up eating pizza pops <laughs> and chicken fries. Oh, yeah. The kids, like like our kids, eat way, way better than more you stuff than I would have ever eaten. Yeah, that's why... I would have never touched sushi. So, yeah, so, <laughs> so parents say their kids... Parents nowadays say their kids are betray- Yeah, I don't know what's going on. The kid wants a salad. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Well, so what, what I've noticed between the five-year-old and the three-year-old is you can see them at different stages. Is that um, like Donnie? He loves salmon. Is one of his favorite treats. Loves avocados. 
um, everything like that. Nora, she's five. She used to like that stuff, but it's like they kind of hit a certain age where they can start choosing for themselves, and that's when they get a little bit pickier. And now she's like, I don't, I hate avocados. Really? You love it. You loved it a week ago. You know, my kids weren't awful, but I gotta say, I gotta say this. Um, there were a couple of moments when, when, when we were raising the girls where I, I would lose my mind. Because need something? We yes, because I grew up where you did not get a say. Yeah. Like I don't remember ever there was none of this, I'm not eating that. Mm-hmm. Like we were poor, right? Yeah. And so it was like, here's what you get, and you better be thankful that you this get is what on you the table. You don't get upset. Yeah. <laughs> you better be thankful that it's sitting on the on the table. Um and not that, not that my girls were that picky. Not they weren't awful, mm-hmm. but I used to. You know what? You know what? I bothered me was the the pizza. Oh yeah, because they always wanted cheese pizza. Just cheese pizza. And I'm yeah. like, there's so many awesome pizza <laughs> places around here. Why can't we? We're getting cheese pizza. What's yeah. wrong with a little meat on that? But like the kids, like about them eating more mature things. So we were at the farmers market on Sunday. We all went, okay, we're all getting to choose a treat. And what did I choose? Oh, I chose some, some beer. Non, non-alcoholic beer yeah, from Sea yeah. Change. Yeah. And the kids both chose a bubble tea. Well, I would have never drank bubble tea when I was a kid. Have you had bubble tea? Yeah, I hate it. It's awful. It's awful. It's I tapioca. Don't, is, that, chunks yeah, is, that, in you. is that the one with the uh, chunks? Yeah, yeah, it's got the balls no. of tapioca. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to. And that was their treat that they chose, and they could have chose donuts. I don't want to drink balls, pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I would say kids have a more grown-up palate than I had. <laughs> For sure, because you're yeah. a millennial. I was eating like they don't ever eat Lucky Charms. That's all I ate. <laughs> The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, I can't believe it's already been a year since the last time we celebrated this day. Time is insane. It just flies by so fast. Today is National Dive Bar Day. A day to celebrate all those great hidden spots around the city. You know those places where you might be scared to walk into at first, but once you get past the burnt-out sign and the ocean of cigarette butts, you'll find a family inside. Dive bars, as great as they are, can be dangerous, though. And this is a warning to anybody thinking about going to a dive bar. I'm not saying they're dangerous because you'll get knifed at the urinal. They're dangerous (laughs) because you start going to a dive bar and you know you kind of like it. It's kind of fun. And the beer is well-priced. And give it enough time and you'll start telling people how good the food is. That's Cindy. She really knows how to work the deep fryer. But here's where a dive bar can get dangerous. It's when you wake up one day... And you realize that all of your friends are people from the dive bar. When you have a barbecue in the summer and they have to close the dive bar down because all of the patrons and all of the staff from the bar are going to be at your barbecue. Pete, Bud, Tom, they're all at your house now. 
Next thing you know, you're planning a Mexico vacation with one-eyed Larry. I'm just telling you, enjoy dive bars. Appreciate them. But don't make them that a part of your life. You need to be careful, everybody. The Grant Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Join us this weekend for the Times Square Triple X Memorial Breakfast and walk through St. Anne's Park to raise money to rebuild Edmonton's favorite glory hole, which was tragically lost in a fire this morning. RSVP at EdmontonGloryHoleTours.com. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I saw this yesterday. More than a couple of people sent it to me because they realize at this point, is it an obsession that I have with Pete Davidson? Yeah. It's borderline. It's a little creepy. Yeah. I'm so bothered by this man's success and so confused by it. So if you're putting together a list of the worst Saturday Night Live cast members of all time, (laughs) do you put him on it? Uh, I don't know. There's been so many cast members. I have no idea. Maybe he's the worst famous one, right? Because there's a bunch we wouldn't even remember. In my opinion, just based on my knowledge of the show, he was awful. Like, he was not good on that show. (laughs) He wasn't funny. Um, His skits usually bombed. Uh, He was... The odd one went viral. Yeah. He's hosting in May. That's not surprising, though. It isn't? No, because Why he's bring a, him back? Because he's a huge star. He's he's star power, right? People will watch it because of Pete Davidson. He yeah, I agree. Like he's a huge draw. Like think about it. Everything he does, it doesn't matter if it's on a TV show or a girl he's dating, everybody's talking about it. It does seem too early. Like it's only been a year since he was on this show. Yeah. So it does seem too early to me to to bring him on to host, but I get it. Like even if you don't like him, he's he's still a huge star. And yeah. People talk about him all the time. And I did look up a bunch of. I tried to find a list with him on it, but there was no lists that have included the last couple of years. Oh, okay. Of the top, uh, like of the top ten, top fifty, or whatever worst Saturday Night cast members. Um. Jim Belushi showed up on just about every list I saw. So John's brother, yeah, he I forgot, but he was on SNL, hey? Yeah, they brought him back. I didn't know Jim Belushi was on SNL. I saw him at a Blackhawks game that one time. <laughs> he was him and Mr. T were both at the game. This one list um has some people I don't know. Like, I don't know who Tony... Tony Rosado. Rosado. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was from SCTV, I think. Was he? Okay. Yeah, he was Canadian. Gilbert Godfrey was I, on a bunch of lists. I didn't know he was on the I Saturday forgot, Night Live. but he was. Um, Rob Riggle. Do you know Rob Riggle? Yes, everyone knows Rob Riggle. Who's Rob Riggle? Uh, he, he, he He's very recognizable. Look at him. He was like the Marine. He was an Army he's, Marine. He's funny. He's kind of funny, yeah. 21 Jump Street, he was in Jimmy. Just watch that. Step Brothers. I remember Jay Moore. I remember people hating Jay Moore. People did hate Jay Moore. Yeah. This one surprised me because he's kind of... I liked Colin Quinn. Is that who you're going to say? Yeah. Yeah, I liked Colin Quinn. 
Okay. I still like Colin Quinn, but he's number five he on, on this list. Yeah. on this list that we're looking at. I think maybe the era he was on or something. Maybe know. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. <laughs> I forgot he was on SNL. He was there for like a cup of coffee, but that '85. Yeah, Jim Brewer. Yeah. People hate Jim Brewer. People hate Jim Jim Brewer. I don't know what it is. Goat Boy. Remember Goat Boy? <laughs> I don't know who Victoria Jackson is. Um, yeah, I don't know. Who I have either. no idea who that is, but she's number two, and she was on quite a few lists. Like I looked at about 13 lists, trying to find Pete Davidson on one of them. Again, she was on, like, 86. There was that stretch there, 85, 86. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of cast members that and you know forgotten, what? I think. This one surprised me. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was number one on like three or four lists of the worst cast members of all time yeah. for Saturday Night Live. That really surprised me. Maybe he was really doing a lot of drugs at the time. Possibly. Because he did have a stretch there where he was like messed. Oh, yeah. Drugs. The late Everything. 80s. Well, right? remember that? He was out of it. And you know who, who pulled him out of that and saved him? Was Mel Gibson. Yes. Because remember, he did that speech. Robert Downey Jr. did that speech. He was talking about his drug addiction. And he said, at the time, I would have never guessed that um, the guy who would save me, I would have to do the same for him 10 years later or whatever. Because then it was Robert Downey Jr. who pulled Mel Gibson out of what he was doing. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. I'm guessing in a couple of years, Pete will start showing up on on yeah, one of these lists. Probably, yeah. Give it time. Yeah. <laughs> time now for some words from the spiritual leader of the locker room. Please remove your hats. Here's Pastor Jimmy. Today we say goodbye to Times Square Triple X DVD Liquidator. Time to pray for the Jasper Place area here in Edmonton. The original stop of the Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. The Edmonton Landmarks future could be done. We need to pray. The fear of loss does not set in. People of Edmonton will need time to mourn. Goodbye, Times Square. You will be missed. The legend of Glory Holes is riding into the sunset. Dawn has come. When one peephole closes, another peephole opens. <laughs> Have faith, Edmonton. Goodbye. Well done, Pastor Jimmy. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We did these all parties for years, and then um, it kind of went away. And I got to be honest with you, I I always sort of thought that was a mistake. I was like, we should have kept those things going. Um, I mean, I get we don't need to get into the weeds. There was reason why they went away. There was, yeah. Um, and I I run into people all the time that still bring them up. Like, you guys should do a hall party. You guys should, yeah. Why did you guys bring the hall party back? I'd say once every couple of months, somebody will say something. They'll call, send me a note. I'll run into somebody downtown, whatever, right? Um, So people remember them. I'm just going to run through the bands that we've had in the past. So we debuted in uh, 2014 with Trooper. 
We did 5440. We did Lover Boy, Kim Mitchell, Tom Cochran, Platinum Blonde, Big Sugar, Honeymoon Suite. The last one we did was with Colin James. That was the last one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was in uh, 2017, October 2017. So we have an announcement on Monday, all right, at this time, okay? And then we'll start qualifying. We'll give you all the details for our next hall party Monday morning here on the locker room. Mm-hmm. All right? I'm excited. I love I'm, those things. I love these things. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. This is going to be a lot of fun. Again, all the details on the next 95.7 Cruise FM hall party Monday morning right here, 810 Locker Room. You're in the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So, Grant. Yes. The rule changes revolving around baseball have had a rather, is it safe to say, a significant impact? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Um, the games are a lot quicker. Yeah. So they put in uh, pitch clocks. So, you know, you only have 20 seconds to get the ball and throw it now rather than walking around and... You know, powder in your hand, or whatever. Oddly, um, it's also increased the um, offense because mm-hmm. so, uh, batters, like pitchers, have less time to dick around, which yeah. is 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 keeping. I think their is keeping a batters bit. a little more focused on what's actually happening. So the rhythm of the game has changed a bit. They said the average time of games has dropped by about thirty minutes. So far. I'm hearing conflicting um, um, reports on it. Like some people love it, some people hate it. Um, one thing it has done, though, is um, some MLB teams are now extending beer sales <laughs> because of the shortened average game time. So traditionally, it's losing money at the you know, after the seventh inning, you can't buy beer anymore. And uh, some of these places, Texas, Arizona, Minnesota, have all said that they're going to extend it through the eighth inning now. Beer sales through the eighth inning. Uh, Why did they cut it off? I, I mean, so it's an old school thought. This they would always say, uh, "It's you can stop drinking in the seventh inning, so you can sober up and drive home after the game." Well, which the, is like not scientific at all. No, if you're drinking, at, if you're drinking, if you're drinking at a sporting event, you shouldn't be driving. If I have a beer every inning up to the seventh inning, I've had seven beer. Yeah, I should not. Okay, I'm going to take the last two off and drive home, everybody. I'll like, be good. It's it's bad science, and yeah, I think th- you know what I- they said. If you have like three, you shouldn't like when it you know the time that it takes to go through your body and flush out and everything. What else. happens with the Elks games, and and maybe this is just a sign of our alcoholism, but as soon as they shut the bar down at the end of the third quarter, we we. We leave. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we go to our bar. Pe- or people load up because you know it's coming. Right? You know, okay. Especially the last couple of years where they haven't been able to win a when game. When they're not winning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're and they're 42 points behind. Yeah. We're going to the pint. <laughs> right? We get on the SkyTrain and, and leave. And get none on the of LRT us, before everyone none of else. Us drive to the games. No. Because we're alcoholics. We're drinking. There could be, like, there was some people making the argument that it's for... The over-serving, like, for their responsibility, you know, we can't over-serve people. So they're giving the perception that hey, they're, they're doing something to curb the the idiots yeah. in the crowd? Exactly, yeah. The locker room crowd? And <laughs> is it? Could it also be uh, this, I'm just spitballing here, 
also for staff costs because you know because if you shut it down at the seventh, you're not paying. Uh, they're all paying these servers. people five bucks an hour, Timmy. Yeah, I'm exaggerating. And also, they're going to make their money yeah. in the beer sales to cover it. Yeah, if you sell beer for another quarter in an Elks game, I'm guessing you're going to make, make your money. You're going to make your money, no problem. Yeah, right. Also, if you got, have you? You've never been to a Jays game. I've been to a couple of Jays. No, one. I've only been to one Jays game. Yeah, you went last year for. I went, I went last year. For that a place game. is packed, and people and there's a lineup at the bar, like at the, at the at the beer stands, right? Like they guys, when you go to a baseball game, you're drinking, and it's right downtown. So no one's. Everyone's taking transit down there. Yeah, yeah. no one's driving to no a one's, Jays game. And the whole like we got text. It's like old school beer science. I mean, stupid. It's it's the old way of thinking where it's like, yeah, if you stop for these two um, innings, you're you're good to go. It's the same at the concerts. Yeah, I mean, they stop the beer sales. Well, there concerts. is there is one exception to that. There are a couple of bands that cut off booze. Metallica. Um, Metallica is one of them because of uh, James his problem with booze. Yeah, right. He's he's a recovering alcoholic. I, I learned that at the last Metallica show yeah. in Edmonton where the beer lines were so long at Commonwealth and I was like, oh, I'll just wait until they go on stage. Then I'll buy a couple beer. First time I went to a Metallica they, they concert. They play one chord, they shut all the beer sales. I got caught because I, I, yeah. I didn't get enough beer in me. <laughs> um, yeah, they're coming. It's tragic. Next summer, mm-hmm. they'll be Commonwealth be aware. and they'll have an opening. Oh, are they having an opening? Yeah, yeah they might not. They got... Um, uh, Pantera. Pantera is opening up the... Pantera is opening one of those the shows. The Commonwealth show? One of them, yeah. They're doing two shows, right? At Commonwealth. I show. didn't know that. Yeah, Pantera is one of the, the openers. Holy crap. All right. Okay, so you have to get your beers in you because as soon as Metallica, as soon as Lars sits down on that yeah. drum stool, boom, they shut the... As soon as he gives it a... Oh, yeah, I beer sales. Done. Beer, done. Which is stupid. You're Metallica. <laughs> Guess what? Your crowd drinks. And now... Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. The Jedi Jimmy Podcast, episode number 54, is coming out this weekend. This is probably the biggest podcast of Jedi Jimmy history. Oh, wow. Not only am I dealing with The Mandalorian, season three, episode number seven, there's only one episode left of Mando, man, and it was so awesome. The best episode ever. And not only am I talking about that, but this is going to be an extended version podcast because not I'm Even also going to be talking about the uh, Star Wars celebration, all the stuff that came out, the Ahsoka Tano trailer, the uh, Skeleton to Crew trailer. So much stuff. Oh, you know, Even all the of this, three new movies. All of this depends on whether or not he gets too drunk beforehand. That's a good point. <laughs> By the way, um, <laughs> that reminds me, the Disney stuff, the Disney celebration thing. Yeah. The Indiana Jones, the new trailer came down. Did you watch that? I, I've been meaning to watch I that. I did, yeah. I watched it Indiana looks, Jones. That looks cool. Because it's part of the Star Wars celebration because it's Lucasfilm. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of flashbacks to the old movies and stuff in it. Yeah. Apparently, they've used AI, like a lot of technology to... To um, and it and it's gotten really good. Everyone's yeah. raving about how good, how what a great job they did of uh, of taking Harrison Ford back to when he was younger, right? right. Yeah, the de aging. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, 
Anything else? When's that podcast coming out? Today? Uh, probably tomorrow because I'm edit. I'm filming it today, doing a bunch. This one's going to be a little bit more complicated. Again, this is all dependent on. Oh no, no, the filming's going to be good. Whether or not Jimmy crushes too many pints before there is a consumption issue with our Star Wars <laughs> Jedi Jimmy podcasts. <laughs> you need to have a little bit of fun in it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. That's the second. Third one? That's the third one. That's the final Lord of the Rings. Okay, there you go. Um, Will be re-released in theaters to celebrate the 20th anniversary. Say it's returning to theaters. Yes, yes. (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Returning, yeah. Are you drunk? Now, it's only going to play on the one day next Thursday, April 20th. We looked it up. 4-20. There's a showing at the Landmark City Center in... Edmonton here. Now, and, and the Cineplex South Common as well. That's they have it. it there as well? Yeah, 7 p.m. So the one thing that I'll give everybody a heads up on <laughs> is that it's over 45 minutes of additional footage. Oh, wow. So it should be over four hours long. What? So the original was over three? Oh, yeah. Three hours, 30 minutes. Is the total time? Was the Return of the King runtime? Oh, my God. Okay, so... I went to that one in theaters. I watched that one in theaters in Prince Albert. I did, too. And that, and I... That was in, in Prince Lethbridge. Albert as well? No, that's weird. In Lethbridge. Yeah. No, he got a Prince Albert that in day. Lethbridge. <laughs> I think it was in Lethbridge I saw it. <laughs> anyway, good to know. Uh, just a heads up, if you're a bit of a Lord of the Rings kid, I don't know if I could sit in a theater for four hours. Though. That's a long time. I mean, what was the new Batman? That one was three hours, right? Yeah. The yeah. Batman. And that was getting, like Elvis, same thing. By the end of Elvis, I was kind of like, okay. Are we getting to that point, though, where um, like, it's nice out, too? Where that Does that impact your it's decision? It's harder to do it now, yeah. See, if for me. If it's February, January, I'll sit in a the theater for four hours. Yeah, but now we got the sun oh, coming no. out. When I lived downtown in an apartment and I didn't have air conditioning, and it was like 40 degrees in my apartment, I would go to the movies to escape that, to get some air conditioning sometimes. So. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking about going to a movie this weekend, and I was like, ah, driving ranges are open now. Shouldn't I be doing something outside rather than trying mm-hmm. to talk my wife into going to a movie theater for, <laughs> for two and a half hours? You said you saw the Avatar in the theater. How was how was that? Because that was over three hours. The new Avatar. Was it? Three hours and twelve minutes was the new Avatar. Like Avatar. Yeah, the that was a long one. Okay, uh, that wasn't too bad, I guess. The thing now with theaters is I, I usually drink through them now, <laughs> so you can buy booze. <laughs> yeah. So we always go to the ones where you can get liquored up. So I, I, I leave the theater and go back and forth. And You're not worried about it anymore. You're getting up, getting your drinks, taking a pee, yeah. and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I go in. I'm going to Mario tonight. What's the runtime on that? <laughs> well, that's for kids, so that's probably not going to be more that's than a for buck families. 45. <laughs> <laughs> it's for kids. Hour and 30. Hour 30 is perfect. That is a good All time. movies should be an hour and 30. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We are calling Gloria from Big Brothers Big Sisters. Good morning. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? Good. I get to see good. the house tomorrow. I know. It's so exciting. 
It looks amazing. It does. Um, it's a it's it's a beautiful house. The Still, builders, Elf Development, has done a fantastic job. Now, question for you: Are you still in the same area in St. Albert? You guys started building homes there quite a few years ago, in behind the Toyota dealership, not too far away from Costco there on the north end of St. Albert. Actually, we're just a little bit further north, so okay. behind the Costco still, which is a tiny bit more north, and the house is um, just in front of a pond area, so it's a walkout, and you have beautiful views behind you, nice. and of course, there's all that development in there, so there's tons of places to go shopping, there's trails, it's a really nice little area there. It's the $1.25 million dream home plus $10,000 cash. That's your grand prize, which we're 12 days away from giving that away, right? Yeah, the, the final deadline is April 26th, and that's it. We No more time. We're running out of time. Get your tickets now. <laughs> and of course, if they get their dream home tickets, they'll also be entered to win uh, one of our bonus prizes as well. We're giving away a trip, we're giving away an R-Pod trailer, which is a cool little travel trailer. Um, you can also get in our 50-50 where you can win a boatload of cash. And, of course, everybody loves cash. And 50-50 tickets are just $10. The 50-50, Gloria, yeah. usually sells out. You must be getting close if we're close to the deadline. Um, so is that an issue? Wide well, open. the jackpot right now is over a million. Um, but there's still more tickets to sell. Nice. Um, yeah, we still uh, we're we're in the final days where we're trying to get to our goal of raising a million dollars. We're not quite there yet. We really need people to show up for us and get their dream home and win fifty tickets so we can raise these important funds. As you know, this goes towards being able to provide free after school and mentoring programs for thousands of kids in our community. And so uh, we we need these funds to do that. Great work. And you can get ticket information, information about the house. You can buy tickets on the webpage bigbrothershomelottery.org. There's a phone number on there too if you feel more comfortable making a phone call. And I will be there around one-ish tomorrow hanging out with you for a couple of hours to get to check out the house. Yeah, so the doors open at 11 and then you'll be there from 1 to 5 and it's at 25 Evermore Crescent, St. Albert. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Ardent Roof Systems.